And welcome back to Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Seawick team at Keller Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester real estate podcast. Welcome to episode 51. Mark, how are you doing this week? I'm great. How are you doing, bud? I'm a little tired. My son is now teething. Ah. Um, and also, uh, that means he's waking up multiple times again in the middle of the night. So I, if I say anything, I'm, I'm taking no responsibility for it. Um, it's the sleep deprivation. So... Uh, yeah, blanket for, for, statement. For, for those who are yeah. uh, who are listening, they probably don't know what time you wake up every morning. Yeah, yeah. Four four fifteen a.m. is the uh, is the first alarm. Four fifteen yeah. every single morning. Every like, morning. So so if you're being bothered at one or two in the morning, I'm mean, mm-hmm. like, I, I I've yeah. known you a long while. I don't know how you do it. Me I mean, me either. Your even keel temperament is always so impressive. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I so getting up as early as I do, I've done all, a ton of research about sleep. Ooh. Um, and specifically REM. So yep. do you know how it works where it's about an hour and a half for each cycle mm-hmm. to get that real restorative <clears throat> sleep? Yep. So when your baby is waking up every hour, you never get to that restorative point. Right, <laughs> so it's right. just like kind of pointless. To... I, I read a great book on, well, I'm getting way off topic here, but no, I read a great book. It's on, what we do. It's I, it fine. was called Sleep. Yeah. I read this a few years ago. It was, here's the most fascinating thing I read okay. in that book. When you're looking at birds on a wire, mm. okay, okay, you've got one on either end, and the, the, the plot is in the middle. Yep. Each bird on either end is acting as a sentry oh. uh, to guard the flock of birds. So they can sleep. So the, the, the birds in the middle can sleep. The birds on the end, they are also sleeping. But birds have the ability to sleep. One half of their brain sleeps mm-hmm. while the other half remains awake. Mm. So That's it, how I survive. That's apparently what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, half so half of my so brain is functioning. So these birds, yeah, I mean, it, it, the end birds, yeah. they, like, they will, half of their brain will be asleep. And then they switch sides so that the other half are, wow. isn't that the most That's ins- fascinating? Yeah, it really is fascinating. But they're also afraid of being eaten by things. So I guess you got to like. Do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. Okay. So. All right. Um, so, anywho's again, I'm going to throw it in there. Uh, I take zero responsibility for anything that I say right now. It's yeah. my, it's, it's the one half of my brain that's not functioning properly. Pre- prepare yourself. Yeah. Ladies and <laughs> Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Um, we had an awesome event uh, oh, last my God, week. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, three hundred of our clients, family, friends, guests, uh, went to the Red Wings game this past Thursday, and mm-hmm. we had a blast. It was so much fun. So much fun! Um, this is the second year we've done it, right? Second, second year? year. Yep. Yes. Annual. Uh, a- annual, and I can't wait to do it next year. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, everybody, everybody is treated to, uh, to a meal and a ball game, and I'm, I'm just so great. And it's so nice. Rather than simply putting the sign in the front yard, waiting for the offers to come in, and then saying sayonara. Yep. I mean, we enjoy the privilege of these long-standing relationship with our clients. I mean, going back 20 years, it's just great. It is amazing. Uh, my first ever buyers were there, so it was mm. cool to meet with them again. And being part of of the buying process, I mean, obviously a house is a huge investment, but you're you know you're part of that big part of their life, um, and it's cool to see as as they continue to. to to move on, um, Mike and Molly, congratulations, got engaged. No. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. So I can't wait for them to have a bunch of kids and eat a bigger house and then call me again. So, yeah, that's great. Uh, Mike and Molly, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Not from good. the show. Not from the show. Okay. But, All right. Um, yeah. Well, that's, that's terrific. Good. But, but it's, it is truly so cool. I mean, we become friends with so many of our clients and just... Seeing them grow and their houses change and they send updates all the time. It's so well, neat. I get a call. Not a long-standing client, but mm-hmm. I got a call this morning from Karen Doblin. Okay. Um, and 
the uh, in Molly Duke, the call said, Karen, uh, you'll remember her from a long time ago, 48 years wow, ago. Wow, okay. I knew Karen Doble. I went to, uh, to school with her brother, John, and Karen is a few years older than I am. And um, she needs to sell her mom's house here in Rochester. Yeah. Um, and it was just, I mean, I, people so dislike the process of getting older. I love it. I just love it. And I had the nicest time talking to Karen about. That's awesome. Um, yeah, how the last 48 years have changed. Lots to catch her. up on. Yeah, it For was sure. very nice. Yeah, anyway. All right. You ready to get into the market update? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, let's get on. after it. Um, interesting numbers. Uh, so let's see. 455 was the number for single family residences that were active listings in Monroe County last week. Okay. This week, 527. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a pretty healthy jump. Yeah. Uh, six County Region, 805 to 914. So again, pretty solid jump. Nearly 100 properties in oh. six county region. All right. So, so what, what's going to be interesting for us to think about over the course of the next few weeks mm-hmm. is this because more people are putting their homes on the market for sale, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. is it because fewer properties are being sold every week? Well, I think that ties into a number, uh, Mark, that you just shared uh, right before we started broad- uh, recording here. Look at us. And that, uh, and Segway, that way, throwing it your way, you're tossing it back. Yeah. And, and that was the fact you're that, ignoring me. that Redfin, <laughs> I'm soaking in. I'm just soaking in the greatness. Um, Redfin said the number of sellers experiencing price drops is now up to 21%. So it continues and, to climb. And, um, just to review, a month ago we started reporting this number because at that point in time, it was 9% of all homeowners yep. who were reporting a a price reduction because their property didn't sell. And then three weeks ago, it grew, actually, uh, uh, four weeks ago, it grew to 12%. Three weeks ago, it was at 15%. Last week, it was at 19.1%. And now we're up to 21%. So one out of every five homes in the United States of America is experiencing a drop in price. Now you wonder, are there agents out there that are listing too high now? Is that the main culprit here? I mean, that's still the biggest reason why a house isn't going to (sighs) sell. Part part of the difficulty uh, an agent has is trying to forecast the market, and you've got to make sure that you're listing the property for the appropriate sum of money. You don't want to. I would imagine that that agents are probably uh, listing too high right now because they are being cautious. They don't want to list a property $25,000 below what they're thinking because it hasn't yet been fully demonstrated the market is slowing. Sure. So a few weeks from now, as more and more properties are, are, are experiencing price reductions, agents will then start to list for the appropriate sum of money. So Yeah, it's definitely, again, it's fascinating to watch how things have been changing, specifically for the past couple of years here. I, I had a property, $265,000 in Brighton. Mm-hmm. $265,000 in Brighton. You you would think we would have, well, let's let's face it, four weeks ago, six weeks ago, we would have had, oh God, 35, 40 showings easily. And we would have gotten a dozen, 14 offers. Mm-hmm. We had six showings. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think we only had two offers. Okay. Uh, three, they- off- three offers. We had three offers. Um, Man, things, wow. things are changing. So yeah, yeah, um, definitely are. Lucy, uh, one of our, one of our uh, uh, listing coordinators. She, at our meeting the other day, uh, noticed something that I thought was very insightful. And hats off to Lucy. What she said was that she's noticing that, and this goes back, she's only been with us for a while. This goes back to a period of time pre-COVID that buyers were very much more discerning pre-COVID in that if it needed work, they weren't going to purchase the property. Sure. Uh, so I think we may be finding ourselves in a position where we're going to have to start to sell, uh, to say to our clients, our sellers, the fact that it has four walls and a roof 
isn't reason enough for a buyer to come along and purchase. Anymore, yeah. You've got to remove the cabbage rose wallpaper that Mamie Eisenhower uh, uh, yeah, loved yeah. when she visited for tea 100 years ago. Um, yeah, that's an interesting point. Uh, I, I wonder how much of it has to do with just the conditioning of the buyer for the past two years where the expectation is they have to overpay mm-hmm. by so much. Yep. And if you're going to overpay by that much over asking price, you're going to want turnkey. You're not going to want to put a lot. Right, in. right. And yeah. then and then you throw into the, the, the mix, too. Here's the other part of that is the difficulty of getting any work done. The problem of, of getting contractors oh, oh, yeah, booked. Yeah, said, yes, yes. Um, you know, the cost of things right now is still obviously up, too. Well, although I did see earlier in the week that uh, the price of lumber mm-hmm. has tumbled since March. When does that get passed on to us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. Uh, 47%. So the, the price wow, of lumber okay. has dropped yeah. 47%. Now, I wish that somebody would have, I, I, uh, starting tomorrow, the exterior cedar shake of our house on Westminster in the city, mm-hmm. a lot of that needs to be pulled. It's, it's 100 years old. It needs to be pulled. It needs to be replaced. We need to restain it. We were quoted last year $18,000 for work to begin, to begin now. Okay. Sixty thousand dollars is what the guy just yeah sixty thousand dollars. So so he's trying to tell me about the price of lumber, and I'm like, like wait a second, dude, dude. It, well, it, is it similar to like gas prices, where the gas stations buy per whatever the barrel is at that point, and then they have to sell off all of that and make their money back? Is I would imagine it's probably I, a prob- similar type probably, thing, right? Probably, or just you know, let, let's face it, mm-hmm. um, uh, lumber companies just making a profit. Yeah. So, well, there's that too. I mean, pr- prices will come down, Ooh, but man. not not in time for me though to expand. This is on top of one of the rental property roofs. I think I may have uh, mentioned. Yeah, we're replacing a roof on one of the rental properties for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. This yeah. is in- insane. So we gotta we we gotta hurry up here. I gotta get back to work and make some money. Get a few more sales. Um, we've talked about how the the buyer frenzy is cooling. However. There is one price point where it continues to just be absolute insanity. Uh, under two fifty. Uh, yeah. Yep. Under two fifty, and specifically even lower than that. Um, those those so many people are just trying to get their first house. Yeah. Well, well, and from my perspective, and ours are, are probably a little bit different. Mm-hmm. What do you consider to be a first time home buyer's home? Under, um, what, under what price point? One seventy five, one fifty. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I gotta be honest. I didn't even know that such a thing existed any longer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's just a, that's really tough. Well, they're all getting forty seven offers still. So that's yeah, yeah, that's what's yeah. happening with that. And can you imagine the frustration these people must be experiencing? Yeah. Yes, I know. It may lead to. Some real strong emotions. Mm, perhaps some crying. Maybe even some crying. Some yeah. tears. Yeah, this yeah. was uh, this was interesting that popped up. Um, at least 50% of home buyers say that during the process of trying to buy a home, it has left them in tears, actually crying. Interesting enough, too, uh, for Gen Z buyers, it was 65%. And for millennial, it was 61%. Wow. That cried at least once going through the process of purchasing their home. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. It is an emotional process. 100%. It is. This, this is not simply a number on a piece of paper. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is difficult for people. I mean, I've been through this roller coaster ride with so many buyers, um, some that put more offers in than others. Um, but it's, I mean, think about it from, from the buyer's perspective, uh, especially those that might be a little pickier, because there are some people out there just, I, I, need, I want the four walls and a roof. That's, mm-hmm. We'll make it ours. Mm-hmm. We'll be cool. It's fine. But there are many people out there that they have a specific idea in their mind of what they want and then imagine finding that needle in the haystack and sorry you can't have it and the right. rug's pulled out from under you right over and over and over it doesn't happen once it happens two three four five yeah. six seven eight times uh yeah it's 
part of our job is therapist. It, it really, truly is. I have said that for years. Um, I think I used to say that 20% of my time was spent just metaphorically holding my client's hands, offering them tissues, putting my arm around them. And I think that the past two years, that number has just increased dramatically. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 30, 35% of my time. Uh, would you imagine? What, what, what? Uh, yeah. You... Oh, at least. Yeah. At least that amount of time. Okay. Um, and especially from the buy side, keeping people's head in the game too, because it's very easy to get discouraged mm-hmm. yep. and, and just, uh, we're going to quit. We're not going to, we're, we're not going to look anymore. We're going to take a break. Right. Um, which sometimes you need to do that, but so far, at least fingers crossed, I've had some, some good luck with just, you know, stay the course, well, keep at but, it. But that's because you're good at what you do. That's because you are more than a guy opening. If you're an agent who's simply opening doors for people. Yeah. 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 No, not good. Um, I, I, we're going to have to, the conversation, I would imagine that we're going to start to have an increasing number of conversations in this podcast about the number of agents who are going to leave the industry. Yeah, sure. It, just just that number you threw out earlier, how many homes on the market for sale in the six-county region? Uh, 914. 914. And how many agents are there That's selling? 3,600 30, Yeah, 3,600 yeah. agents yeah. selling in that. So yeah. you've got, I don't know how agents are doing it. And well, think about the new agents that started just recently. I mean, we've talked about this before, the crazy uptick in the amount of licenses that have, that have been uh, right, handed right. out there, too. So. Yeah, we, we, we will be having more and more conversation as we, it's hard to believe, but we're, we're soon to enter the second half of this year. Yep. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how many agents are just going to throw in the towel. I would imagine it's going to be a mass resignation. So for those that don't know, um, it's not just like you get your license and then you're good to go. There's dues that you have to pay. There's costs that continuously are being thrown at you. So for well, some well, people, if you're also, not selling, then it doesn't make sense. Well, you're paying to work. Right. But then on top of that, you also need to make a paycheck. Exactly. You need to like put bread on the table. Yeah, yeah. You need to pay your rent. Yeah. So um, I, I think the statistic was that 80 or 85% of everybody who gets the real estate license isn't selling real estate after two short years. Um, it'll be interesting to see what that number increases to. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, this was an interesting thing that uh, that you, you sent over, uh, Mark, about the real estate industry and how much... Uh, it, it accounted for towards the gross domestic product. Would you mm-hmm. say it's been pretty steady? It's yes. been about this? Yeah. Uh, $3.9 billion, which ended up being almost 17%. Right, right. A and, massive part of the economy. And I think I've just held that number in my head for years. I mean, at least five, but probably 10 years. I, I've always said that 17% of the U.S. economy is, is, is tied to, in one way or another, um, the field of real estate. So you, So to take it another step or so, Somebody buys a house, they don't simply buy a house. They are then buying new appliances mm-hmm. and new furniture, and they're replacing uh, carpet. They're having hardwood floors refinished. They're hiring uh, people to come in and garden and, and, and paint. That's 17% Adds of the up. U.S. economy. Yeah. So, it, so the National Association of Realtors estimated that each home sale generated $113,000 of oh, economic impact in okay. tw- last year. Uh, and also for every home that was sold, generated on average two jobs. Okay, well, there we go. I, I, I didn't actually, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting phenomenon. It's one of the reasons, I mean, it's one of the two major reasons from my perspective that the U.S. government tries so hard to encourage people to buy. One, the reasons we just cited, but two, uh, if you own a house, I mean, the, the U.S. government wants people to own homes because I think it's part of the blog that I'm uh, going to be uh, distributing on Monday. The Average uh, net inc- the, the net worth of the average U.S. household that does not own a home is sixty five thousand dollars. Yep. 
the average uh, uh, net worth of somebody who owns a property, $244,000. Wow. So yeah. it's, a, it's a factor of four. Wow. Um, yeah. So again, that's one of the reasons that the U.S. government does everything they can to try and encourage people to buy. They keep interest rates low. They've got Fannie Mae. They've got Sunny Mae. They've got uh, FHA mortgages all in an attempt to, to get people to, uh, yeah. And that's not surprising when you think about having to pay rent. You're just burning up your money, essentially. Yes, so you're not yes. building equity. Yes. Uh, saw this was interesting. I want you to take a guess. Hmm. Uh, the median rent in Manhattan is up. What do you think the number is? Um, for a one bedroom or for any for any apartment? It's for any, just the, the median overall. So Okay, I'm going to go with... Um, $3,100. $4,000. Oh, oh. It was up nearly 2% from April and up 25% from May of last year. You know what? Actually, if I had added the factor of 20%, because, yeah, that would have made sense. $4,000 a month. Meaning that if you're living in Manhattan, mm -hmm. you have to make, I mean, $50,000 of your paycheck. you got to make at least $50,000 a year just to put a roof over your head. Yep. That doesn't include utilities, medical costs, food, And it's all else. going away. And yeah. It all yeah. is yeah. just thrown into a burn barrel. I mean, wow. that's what's happening to wow. it. Wow. Here, obviously, in, uh, in our area, not quite to that degree, but we, uh, again, have been seeing increases in rent. And it goes back to what I said before, that lower price point, people just... Yeah desperately trying to get into anything they possibly can. Uh, last year, uh, Adrian, our property manager, told me um, that I think we saw a 15 or a 16% increase in rents last year. Mm -hmm. I just asked him for the number um, as this is the season where we're renewing rents, we're, uh, we're turning over apartments, that kind of thing. He said that it's another 15% this year. Wow. That's okay. enormous. Yeah, it's a lot. My God, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Mark, a little choose your own adventure here for you. We can go to our celebrity, celebrity real estate. Let's just go. Okay. I also oh. have, a, I have a story to share. Oh, all right. Well, um, what do you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you pick. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to take, take the bait. Yep. Uh, let's go with the story. Story time? Okay. Um, we see different things. We see odd things. We have odd experiences as real estate agents. You have certainly many a story. 32 years of, stories. of insane stories. Um, have you ever experienced what I experienced recently? I don't, I don't know. You don't, you don't, okay. Um, so I was uh, helping a client that was moving out of their house. Um, they procrastinated a little bit. So it was a little bit of crunch time, uh, which happens. And I went over to help them being the good agent that I am. Mm -hmm. And I rolled up my sleeves and I'm helping them throw stuff away. Yep. And they had a freezer in the basement. No. And they were leaving the freezer in the basement. No, come on. There's no body. Okay. I'll, I'll, no, that's, I'll... that's where I was going. There, there's no... Okay. <laughs> no, no murder. This has not turned into a serial killer podcast. <laughs> I think I'll be watching on Netflix. Thankfully, thankfully. Yeah, okay. um, but they did have just a bunch of stuff in there. And okay. I said, do you want any of this? And I looked at it. It was like you know, freezer burn cauliflower pizzas and old frozen onion rings and things like that. Um, they said, no, just chuck it, whatever. So I do. Uh, finish up helping them. Go about my day. I get a text from uh, another friend of mine that also knows them the next day, and in all caps, they wrote, why do you hate placentas? And I was extremely confused and said, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I, I'm fairly mm -hmm. confused, but yeah. Well, let me just bring it home for you. Um, they, they clued me in, because I was also equally as confused, and said, you threw so-and-so's placenta away, which was in that freezer. Can we go into celebrity real estate? <laughs> <laughs> this is really, really. So I why? That, so well, I'll get to the reason of why it was there in the first place. But just I want you to put yourself in my shoes for a moment. The realization that at one point you were holding 
someone else's placenta. Okay, that that no. doesn't bother me. I no, mean, you're like, good it's, on it. It's biology. Mark, Mark holds placentas all the time. <laughs> He's got a great placenta collection. Um, in, in biology. I, that, that I, doesn't bother me. But why, why would somebody freeze it? Um, here was the story that I got. Um, because there's there's many a thing that people apparently do with placentas. And look. Oh, no. Come on. Do we really, Are we really... We're going down this on our podcast. We are. We're going on this road. Can you edit this out? No, I'm leaving this. Okay. This is this again. The the one part of my brain that's currently functioning thinks okay. this is a good idea. All right, I'm bracing myself here. Um, so there are many people that will eat the placenta. Yeah. So there's some sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard, heard about this. that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. was this was new. This was new. Okay. And listen, it's your placenta. It's your placenta plan to do with what you like. Their placenta plan is to bury the placenta, plant a tree on top, and have a placenta tree. A placenta. A placenta tree. I mean, think about it. It helped birth life and grow life. Okay. And then a tree. It's it, symbolic, Mark. Do you have any celebrity real symbolic. estate? Symbolic. This is, this is, wow. Can you imagine wow. standing on your property then, and looking across and saying to your friend, there it is. Wow. There's my placenta we, we, tree. We, we've, oh, and we all, wow, 51 weeks in and we've hit a new low. Uh, thank you very much, Court. That's that's an insane story. That is that is insane. I'm, I'm adding it to so, my so, list. So, mm-hmm. Is your client upset with you? No. No, because they were able to retrieve it. So the placenta plant plan is still on. It's still on. It was still frozen, so they're good. They went into the bag and they realized what had happened and transpired. <laughs> We've got Garrett in here filming, and he's just, just shaking I'm just his head. Looking at Garrett, like, yeah. Listen, G- but let, Garrett, Garrett and I will be leaving now. You're listen, on your own. For this this is not a placenta plan shame podcast, okay? <laughs> That's not what we're here we're to do. We're not placenta shame. No, we're yeah. not. You do with it what you want. It's Corey, yours. Corey. Yeah. Okay, I'm right, okay with it. it. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I'm like, I am. He's desperate. He's I'm desperate. Like, re- you know what I'm gonna do to yeah. you? Yeah. What is easy to me all the time? <laughs> I just leave you hanging. Yep. All right. We'll move on to celebrity real estate. How about pink? Great. <laughs> Ironically, the same color as a I, placenta. I, 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 oh my god! I'm assuming we're talking about pink, um, the acrobatic. Um, uh, uh, yes, the singer. singer. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. She's awesome. Uh, she's, she, she's she's great. She is, and uh, she actually just uh, cut the price on her Malibu home. To she 14. cut the she cut the. <laughs> yep, just like cutting the... See, now you're in! Come on, it's, she, she, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, Jump in the yeah. placenta yeah, pool okay. of jokes. Oh, God. All right, come on. <laughs> she, she, she cut the, the the cost of... I shouldn't have said that. Yep, yep. Uh, so Pink's Waterfront Mansion in Malibu has uh, resurfaced with a lower price of $13,995,000, according to Mansion Global. Uh, the vacation retreat was initially listed for $14,995 uh, in October of 2021. Wow. So had to bring it down a little bit. Do you know who they? Uh, so her and uh, Corey Hart. So he's a BMXer, motor guy, yeah. yeah, motocross guy, yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know who they bought this from? Um, yeah, this is something Grimes? that you would randomly Grimes. know. No, there yeah. it is. But we have a Grimes reference. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. No, not Grimes. Barry Manilow. Oh really? Yeah. Mr. Magic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They paid thirteen point seven million for the home. Uh, it was built in nineteen seventy six, and it had been totally redone before Pink picked it up. Uh, 4,300... Is Barry Manilow still alive? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, 4,300-ish wow. square feet, five bedrooms, four and a half. Wait, 4,300 square feet and it's 13... Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Real estate... 4,300 square feet here? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're picking it up for a million bucks? Or, or less, Maybe? yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fourteen. Well, Malibu Beach. So, well, okay. All right, well, there you go. It's on the okay. beach. There so there's go. that. Um, Where's Barry living these days? That's a good question. I, I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. What's your favorite Barry Manilow song? Um, 
Is Mandy one? I think, yeah, Mandy, yes. Mandy, yeah, that's the one that comes yes. to mind, right? That's the yeah. only one off the top yeah. of my head that I could even think of. Um, she, what, what kind of a girl was she? she Mandy, you're a... Fine girl. Fine girl. Fine, yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 fine girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so the primary suite comes with a fireplace, two walk-in closets, and a deck with ocean and coastline views. Does Gary have any idea? Or he has no idea. He doesn't even know. He's like, who's pink? Barry? Yeah. Who? Who's pink? Barry? <laughs> Some guy named Barry? What? I don't understand. Um, are you an SNL fan, Mark? Oh, um, well, it depends. Was? I mean, I, yeah. I mean, they, man, that that show has really lost its luster, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, Sunday morning, I'll usually watch a clip or two from the night before. Well, that's, I think that's part of it, too, is that just the way that we consume these things has changed. Right, right, right. So it's, right. you look up for the highlights. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, but Colin Yost is is uh, still on the show oh, okay. as far oh, yeah, as I know. Yeah, right, yeah. And he's actually uh, officially closed a big chapter with the sale of his Manhattan pad at 39 years old. He was uh, living in the uh, West Village duplex since mm-hmm. 2011. Just sold it for 2.32 million last week. That, that seems very that? modest. Yeah, it's not um, bad. It's only two bedroom, two bath. I mean, like I said, it seemed fairly mm-hmm. modest for because I mean, a, a, a cast member. I mean, a, a fairly prominent cast member for SNL. Yeah. So well, um, initially, he was trying to get 2.5 for it. So again, another story of a celebrity who had to go under asking price. Only 1,400 square feet. What? Well, and he's married also. Uh, who? Yeah, I don't know who to who. He, but he 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 is married. That's forty hundred square feet is not a lot of space, nope. especially in New York. Well, yeah. Wow, wow. Um, couple more here before we okay. do wrap things okay. up. Uh, David Duchovny. Okay. Did yeah. you ever ever watch no, X Files? No, Californication. No. Uh, no. Really? No. No. Okay. Um, do you know who he is? Oh yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> yes, I, I do know who he is. Yes, I just never seen either of the two series. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I I did finish Severance, by the way. Oh yes, good, <sighs> worth it. Yes. So, so worth it. It is so worth it. You said two episodes out that you're not sure how they're going to wrap it up. So I, and, they did and, it? And, and they did it, and okay. they did so. Masterfully? Um, masterfully. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like cliffhangers. I'm like, I just want, you know, I want a big bow on it. Yep. You know, I can set it aside, like, not be bothered, you know, ever having to watch the series again. Sure. Um, it was a cliffhanger, and they did a great job of just, like, teeing it up for the for the following season. It's it, 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 it's it's remarkable. All right, it's on the list. We got to get to We yeah, got to get through yeah, Staircase yeah, first. Yeah. Um, but David Duchovny, uh, Central Park. Uh, home for uh, he actually put a, had a loss another third one in a row here uh, had to mark it down uh, marked it down to five million nine hundred ninety five thousand Central Park Central Park West is he in Central Park West where is he uh, yes yep Upper West Side okay so he bought it he actually bought it in two thousand twelve for a little over six so he took a pretty big hit here. wow that's a very big hit yeah Wait. just over six million six million twenty nine thousand seven do they see which building i mean there's some really storied beautiful buildings up on the um, upper west side doesn't say okay. doesn't say doesn't say oh, um right. but interesting that again these celebrities are taking hits for a while there we were talking about so many that were making a killing and now yeah, right right uh, we'll end with this bob saget sadly no longer with us mm-hmm. if you were to tell me where you think bob saget had been living um throw it out there what do you think L.A. or New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Los Angeles home, just sold for $7.7 million. Mm, okay. Six bedrooms, six and a half uh, bath, uh, bathrooms. It was there for nearly two decades, and now it's on the market for that 7.7. That is actually pretty impressive. That that um, yeah. uh, that money from Full House must have been crazy. <laughs> Did you ever see The Aristocrats? Yes. So he's got this really squeaky clean kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like you know uh because of the television series full up yeah. um and then the aristocrats for those who don't know it's a documentary about a joke 
that is very common amongst comedians. Mm -hmm. And every comedian, you know, when they get together, you know, after a show, when they get together on the weekends, they're hanging out barbecuing or having a beer, they all take their they, they take a stab at telling this joke. And his version of the joke is just so raunchy. Filthy. So filthy. Wait a minute, like yeah. uh, Bob said. Yeah. I, rem I remember the first time that I made that realization that he was just a filthy comic. Yeah. Because you have the image of Danny Tanner in your head. Yep. It's so ingrained. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's absolutely wild. But yeah, the uh, look it up. Um, he does a really bad version, and there's a couple comics that have gone even further. Oh, just, believe it yeah, not. yeah. Believe yeah. it or not. So there you go. That's what we got for this week. Wow, um, yeah, man, we've covered a lot. Of, we've covered a lot of ground. I, I'm, yeah. in, in, indeed, we have. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not going to forgive you for this. <laughs> um, you got a week to redeem yourself, bud. I didn't do it. Well, I, I, okay, I threw away the placenta, but it wasn't on purpose. Oh man, Where, where's my fault in this? Oh. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. Just doing. I'm just trying get, to help. Get, get us out of here. Get us out of here. <laughs> All right, you're reading us out. You can always see. All the listeners we have, a uh, bunch coming up again. We're going to yep, be pretty yep, busy here yep. uh, throughout the rest of June. Uh, you can listen to, obviously, past podcasts. We have the blog. We have all the amazing videos. Uh, definitely check out Josh Bartolotta's video. Yeah, for this remarkable house, $500,000. Yeah. Village at Fairport, Potter Place, which is a great street. Probably one of the best streets in the village. Probably the best street in the village. Look at that. Um, and the, the actually, the house has an in-ground pool. Um, and my understanding is that summer is due to arrive sometime in the next few weeks. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, one could actually just um, uh, it, it, check that out. It's, it's, it's really fantastic. I'm a little disappointed in the video that, that Josh didn't cannonball into the pool. Yeah. Well, I've got one coming up uh, very soon. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, is that a tease? I, 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 I promise to don my Speedo. And, wow, yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, Borat, yeah. Uh, this bright green <laughs> over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. All right, that's it. We're out of here. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you again next oh, week. Man. It's Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Warren. <laughs>